Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Wow. I don't know how people manage to be that excited when they are that hungry, but... I guess it also depends on what you're hungry for. Wow, what a day we have had. Hey, I'm here thinking, why didn't we ever think about this whole world alive in this format long ago? How can this be a recent occurrence? Because, look, Pastor Roxy, What was that? My, 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 my. I personally don't know any church that has a, as many anointed people in one group like this one. I can imagine all of you are here listening to me when you could all be doing this. My goodness, this is incredible. Pastor Roxy. If you have not watched Pastor Roxy's message of this morning, you don't like yourself too much. And moreover, Jesus said that you should love your neighbor the way you love yourself. So you're on your way to not loving even your neighbors because just go and watch it. That was out of this world. And then we had the two architects at lunchtime. <laughs> Ma, 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 ma. Hey! Yeah? Powerful. Woo. Got to see. But did you people see that? beautiful lady who led prayer at lunchtime. Hey! Yeah. Have you ever gone for prayer and you're distracted throughout the prayer meeting? Even when someone is praying in tongues, you are like, Lord have mercy. Why are some people over there not excited? Over there, there, there. Well, where are they? There. Over there, the ones this side. Hey. Make <laughs> some noise! You can call tonight, you can call tonight Victory Night. 
there are people who know what I'm talking about. They are the ones who are shouting because they know what I'm talking about. Some other people are waiting for something. They are waiting for something. You can call tonight what? Victory night. Imagine you were the, like the Israelite army, yeah? Huh? You've been there every morning. You wake up ready to fight the Philistines. You hit, hit your spears and what? Boom, 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 boom. We're going to beat them. We're going to beat them. We're going to beat them. We go, we go, we go, we go. Hey. Then when you're like, so, the Philistines don't even come. They stay in their camp drinking porridge. Then they send one guy. One guy comes from those ends. Then he comes down to the valley. Uh, and everyone takes off. Hey, and then your commanders, they come look for you in the bushes. Come, come, it's okay, you haven't died yet. What, what? Then they gather the people. They said, why did you fear Goliath? Hey. It's okay. First go and wash your clothes because they had already peed in them. Go wash your clothes. Organize yourselves. We are going to try in the evening. So in the evening, you put out your uniforms, they've dried, you put them back on. Are there people? <laughs> then they say, we are going to go again. So you organize yourself. They start hitting their what? Their spears against the, the shields. We go, 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 we go. We go. Then when you're going, Again, the Philistines, their commanders, they serve dinner early. So they haven't come. Instead, they send Goliath again. One guy, he comes out. The people who are ready to fight. Mpawo. They need an interpretation for that. And then you repeat that exercise morning and evening. I don't know what they were doing in between. Maybe playing cards. Dulu. <laughs> Washing clothes. Sequence. And then 40 days of the same. Let me tell you, you can get so used to defeat. That we, one day when someone comes and says, you people, we are winning today. <laughs> like, Do you know how long I've had this sickness? Do you know how bad my marriage is? Do you know how much I owe the bank? When someone comes and says, it's victory night, you just sit down you're like, can you finish and we go? They scuff you. <laughs> because you are acquainted with defeat. 
Yeah. You've dated so many people, nothing has come of it. So when I said victory, you're like, man, I've used up my makeup kit, all of it, it is finished, nothing has happened. So give me a break. Can I have the fan back because it's victory night? Are you there? Is anyone here left with some faith? Yeah. <laughs> it's victory. You know, some of you, you are not understanding what we are saying. But some of you are understanding. In fact, right now, all of you are starting to understand. Because my faith doesn't allow you not to understand. Because the Lord has anointed me to preach this good news. Did you hear Pastor Roxy's story? When she showed up and sat there with her depression, the one that makes you want to cross the road slowly so that some driver can whatever. Yeah, it was like this guy in jeans and this shirt. What, what hope is here? She didn't know that her victory had started. Wow. Okay, sit down. Let's see whether we can do this. You don't want to see it. You can stay standing if you don't want to see But tonight! Now, here is, since I'm talking to leaders, here is what may surprise you. Don't think I came here having prepared myself to do that. Here are my notes. You will not see a single word that says victory. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't sung, they haven't sung any song that talks about victory. What he has given me victory. Victory is mine. We have overcome. There is nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And for good measure, I haven't been reading any scriptures to do with victory. In fact, where I am in the Bible right now is where Jeremiah is telling the Israelites how they are going to be beaten, whooped, walloped, every bad thing that you can imagine. That's where I am right now. So when I come out, and the first thing God tells me is victory night, it's up to you to decide whether you want victory you are so acquainted with defeat you're willing to continue with defeat but if you believe it if you believe it Days from now, weeks from now, months from now, years from now, you will 
stand up and say, I was there. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's vic- come on, it's victory night tonight. And I don't need to consult anyone because I know exactly what I'm talking about. For real now, sit down. Yeah. Victory. Victory. Victory, victory, victory. Wow. Jeremiah 1 9, as we start, Jeremiah 1 9, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 9, together, then the Lord put forth his hand, touched my mouth. The Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Next. Next. See. I have this day set you. Let me let me let me tell you something else. That was Jeremiah being called to the nations. But the principle is the same. The principle is I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day set you over sickness. I have put my words in my, your mouth. Where? Your mouth, not your heart. That's why you see us shouting and singing and speaking the word of God. Joshua says, this word of the Lord book shall not depart from your mouth. Doesn't say from your heart. Doesn't say from your notebook. I have set you this day over poverty, over sickness, over brokenness, over depression, over this. De- Look, when God sets someone over a nation, all nations, what is rent? Nations and rent. Can you compute? What is school fees? What is customer small broken hearts? Moreover, the guy who broke your heart is even broke. So there is no point. There is no point in continuing to, to be depressed. Yeah. Yeah. your heart you need to heal quickly <laughs> yeah I put my words in your mouth I have this day the, now let me ask you on that day when God was speaking to Jeremiah do you know what was happening do you think Jeremiah was ruling over the nations they were being taken to the cleaners like yeah, this guy was thrown in a, in a well 
They tied him up and threw him in a well. How about that for being over the nations? Even just your local king can tie you up. The one who the other guys are coming to tie up, the one who Nebuchadnezzar is going to, to take like so, he also takes you like so. And even not even the king, he sent his servant, one of those guys, I forget his about Peshu something. He took him like and put him in a well. Meanwhile, you are over the nation. Wow. wow. Mm. So when I say it's victory night, you're there consulting the lupain in your leg. You think I'm talking about physical things? this day <laughs> the time when he speaks the word is the time in the spiritual realm it is finished even when in the physical you're still broken hearted you still have pain your wallet doesn't say anything you know some people if they lost their wallet they wouldn't announce because how do you describe it that, but uh, I've lost my wallet. Here is how you know it has absolutely nothing in it. How do you make such an announcement? Yeah. <laughs> National ID. Wow. Who knows? May I have a cup of business cards? Not yours. The ones you got from the last networking event you went to. Ha ha ha. See this day I have set you over over injustice. Yeah. Do you know how he sets you over injustice? The word. The moment he says, okay, my words are in your mouth. Now you're rolling over it. I have set you over the pain in your marriage today. Says the Lord. See this day I've set you over. How I've put my words in your mouth. And that's at an individual level. But since we are talking revival, we could talk about what Pastor Roxy was teaching us this morning. Do you think the words God gave Jeremiah were for his own well-being and uh, you know Jeremiah you're broke let me give you a word about money it was <laughs> he was a preacher the words were being used to direct destinies of all nations <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Isaiah 50, verse 4. 
is a very good verse. Now, I told you, the reason we are going back to some of these texts in Isaiah is God has been speaking to us since the year began. And we, have, we are seeing these things come to pass. And so because we tremble at his word, and we understand that it is his word that sets us over the nations and over circumstances and over everything, we want, since this is Word Alive Week and Holy Spirit Week, to go back to the words he has given us together and go through one by one and say, hey, guys, this is what the Lord has spoken. How is it doing? And the first of all of, of, all of those was Isaiah 60. Arise, shine, for your light has come, which is like the primary word because everything else is as a result of that. Am I making sense? Yeah, like it all starts with revealed word. Arise, shine, why? Light is here. Now it's not arise, shine because your rich uncle has called. Or because MTN is floating 20% on the stock market. Some of you are just excited. You don't even know how the whole thing works. Go talk to people who know what to do. I begged people not to buy a certain stock which I will not name. I went even public about it. I did the math on, on publicly. But they went and bought. Look, you have to think. There's a reason God gave you gray matter between your ears. Even when you're not so much a person of faith, at least think. Let's use the bare minimum, think. If they are telling you that X percentage of X company which is being floated is X amount of money, then you quickly work out the whole company is now being valued at X amount of money. Now, if it's valued at that amount of money, that means that one company is X percentage of the economy, which is not true. Now, I'm not talking about MTN because they haven't yet put out the valuation. But for crying out loud, do you have a calculator from China? Use it. Don't be dumb. Okay, let's leave those things. Let's get back into the world. Where were we? Where were we? Lights! Light! Arise, shine! Why? Your light has come. The moment light shows up, hey! Glory is to be revealed. Glory is the opposite of shame. The only way you can sustainably walk in shame is when you neglect revelation. Yeah, because the moment the light of God shines in your heart, shame is gone. Shame is gone. It's impossible to stay in shame when there's light. Hallelujah. See, all those days, time has been running out, so now I'm going back to remind you to say the things I should have said two days ago. It's not even funny. Now, one of the things that I've taught before but not on this forum and so I needed to remind you 
is that the light itself does not create anything. The revelation does not create your healing. The revelation does not create the wealth. The revelation, the light does not create the great marriage. The light does not create church growth and multiplication and your MC busting at the seams. No. Just like when you go home tonight and you go to your bedroom, my assumption is that the switch is inside. Somewhere near the door. You know there are some rooms that are so badly designed that even a person who has lived there to look to find the switch, you need to call the landlord. <laughs> Where is the switch? Now, when you get there and you open the door, and you open, hopefully the switch is not behind the door. It's opposite the, the, the hinges. So if you open this way, the switch should be somewhere this way, around your shoulder height. I don't know. <laughs> I know the people who are quiet. I'm describing their places. They just look straight. No one will suspect. Yeah, that for you, your switch. <laughs> you first need to light a candle before you use your switch. <laughs> uh, anyway, so let's say you open the door. The switch is here. When you switch it on, and, and uh, assuming you're not from Nigeria, when you switch it on, <laughs> I have too many relatives and friends from Nigeria, so I don't know, I might be risking uh, Sunday lunch. But when you switch it on, and you see the things in the room, the bed, the what. Do not assume that they just sort of got created when you switched on. Don't assume that every time you switch off, the bed disappears, the wardrobe disappears. Huh? And you just keep trying it out. I've just seen the bed leaving. You switch on, the bed comes. No, 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 no. The light does not create new things. The light reveals what was there already. You were just not seeing it. The billion dollars is there already. You were just not seeing it. The joy is there already. You were just not seeing it. 
the great connection between you and your spouse is there already. You are just not seeing it. Yeah. The 5,000 member location was there already. You are just not So when you switch on, even God, in all his godness, had to first create light before anything. And the earth was what? Without, void, without form. And God said, I, I know how to start this. I know exactly how to get chaos out of this environment. Light. Look, the chaos in your life doesn't need to stay. Don't embrace the chaos. Switch on Amen. So that's what we looked at on Monday. And then yesterday we looked at, at the anointing. The, 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 the companion. You see, in the beginning, how do I tell you these things? Let, let, me, okay, let, me tell, let, let me tell them to you. So, because I'm, I'm, you might be thinking, Tatubala Magazine thinks we didn't take our notes. No, I'm trying to get you to understand the journey. Because when we talk about the anointing, don't forget that for Jesus, by age 12, he was already full of light. Yeah. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. The same was with God in the beginning. Three more things were made. Without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was the light. The light was the life of men and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. <laughs> but that man full of light and the word of God started by age 12. He argued for three days with the teachers of the law in the temple about the word could still not yet perform miracles. Could still not yet do ministry. Until the anointing. When the anointing meets, collides with light. When the spirit collides with the word. combustion that's combustion right there you are about to go places you are about to go places I'm telling you that's why we tell you get in the word someone who I don't know decided to call me at half past midnight and my phone is not supposed to ring to go to go through. But it went through. Yeah, and they are calling from, at least I checked the, the calling, whatever it is, South Africa. 
So I switched them off. Yeah. And tried to sleep. But behold, they had already ruined my night. So the more I tried to sleep, the more I didn't succeed. So I knew exactly what to do. Just got my phone and got a bottle of water and started on the word. Like Abraha. Yeah. 3 a.m. I said, I have had enough. Let me try and go to bed. You see, that's why people can stand here and quote one verse after another without looking anywhere. Don't think that it is magic. <laughs> you too, if you open your you version on your phone instead of WhatsApp, Facebook, Twitter, and all the other apps, which you should be using, by the way, you will see progress. I know how to use my sleeplessness. I just get into the word. Spirit and word. Bible and prayer. Which kind of prayer? In the spirit. prayer. When the two meet, now you are ready. It's like when you mix oxygen and petrol in an internal combustion engine. You get what? Yeah, explosions. That's what happens in your engine. Some of you, you just enjoy driving that car. You don't even know what goes on. When you see 4,000 RPM, you don't know that's 4,000 revolutions per minute. Okay, if it was 3,000 for ease of mind, that's 3,000 over 60, which is 300 over 6, which is 50 revolutions per second. That's what's going on inside your engine. The pistons are moving at that pace. And because there are four, that's why those who have six-cylinder engines are at an advantage. Because there are four, you take the fifth and divide by four, and then you have about 10 revolutions per second of your piston inside the, 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 what? the cylinder of your engine. Ten, it's going up and down 10 times, or 12 times per second. You, you're there stepping on the acceleration. And in those 12 times per second, it is sucking in a combination of gas, okay, petrol, and oxygen, air. It's the oxygen that's useful, but you can't get only oxygen. So you get all the air and you use the 20%, which is oxygen, 21%. And it goes in, sucks it in, and then it compresses it. And at the point of compressing it, something called the spark plug goes off and ignites the air when it is under compression. So that compressed, ignited air pushes the piston back down. And then by the time it comes back, the valves open and the emission of the 
burnt mixture goes out and ends up in your exhaust pipe and so it so it goes in sucks the air is compressed pushes back the the heat the whatever air comes back pushes out the what the exhaust and then when it goes back down at that point they have already reorganized themselves they are now sucking back oxygen and what and and uh, and, and petrol and then that is happening at about inside one cylinder at about 12 to 15 times per second That is simple physics. That's simple physics. It depends. So, where were we? Yeah. So now, now there's a, a mixture. You're ready to go. Your car is good to go. Now, do you know what needs to happen next? So when you have that, the word and the spirit then you're ready to minister. You're ready to deliver life. Now let's look at that part when you're ready to minister. The Lord God, now you're ready to minister. You're anointed, you're a Bible reader. Now let's try. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the land. The tongue of the land. How do you know? This is how you know. That I should know how to speak what? A word in season to whom he is weary. Spirit and word in you coming out coming out you know how to speak a word in season now this is not English okay it, it means that God has conspired to make your tongue Produce words that produce life. Yeah. People can be listening to you, even then they don't know why they are listening to you. Then one day they realize that the chronic sickness they used to have left. Yeah. Yeah. Words of life. They just listen. Then they're like, hey. I'm no longer depressed. Huh? People can listen. Then they're like, nowadays I get a lot more money than I used to, but I do the same business. Life is coming out of your tongue. He says, he has given me the tongue of the land. This is not 
those who have gone to a good Bible college. Because if you go to a good Bible college and they teach you the exegesis and the hermeneutics and the homiletics of it all, it's not the Lord God. Your lecturer is not the Lord God. Those can be helpful tools, but they don't produce life. Yeah, this one, it's the Lord who gives it. God gives you power, like he gave Jeremiah, over nations. How? Word in season, in season. Yeah. For us, our marriage stank. And then we got into discipleship evangelism course by, taught by none other than J.K., Mr. John Cato of Andrew Womack. And behold, in no time, okay, not no time, but in about three months, we realized we are not for fighting, we are not quarreling, we are not sad. And we're like, what's going on? How come I, some people, because some of you think that the solution to your pain is to find another person to marry. Look, if you're the one with the wound, it doesn't matter who you marry. You will take your wound there. So better to find healing. So, man, Wake me up, somebody. The fight in me is gone. Yeah. Life. That was 15 years ago. It's now been 18 years in total. And... me in my heart and I love her and she knows it yeah hey. I, I, I will not even tell you some things but. this is on, online <laughs> some things are parental guidance We got into an environment where the tongue of the land was speaking a word in season to us. And we were weary. Maybe you hear you weary, 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 weary. I don't know how many times people have come to me and said, you said this thing to me. I'm like, I have no clue what you're talking about. No, I don't go like that. I just go like, really? <laughs> There's like, thank you, Jesus. Because me, I don't remember. But you walk up to me. We are standing there, there when you said something. Really? Wow. Thank you, Jesus. 
So I come here and tell you victory night. Just know. I, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's very interesting. It's very interesting to live my life. Very interesting. You can be there. Nga the ministry has jumped. You've tried all the strategies, every trick, this training, that training, that training. We have done all the trainings on church planting and multiplication and the MCs and what? And had very hot meetings where we are banging the tables. Then you pick up a guy's podcasts and start listening. And everything changes. It's a word in season. Tongue of the land, which only God gives. My goodness. Now, let's proceed with this verse because we may end up doing what we've been doing, doing only half a verse instead of. Oh, you people you are about to see a most amazing thing. You have already seen it. He says, what does he do? He awakens me. Now remember, he has given me the what? What has he given me? Of the what? So he awakens me morning by morning. Wait. He awakens my tongue I thought he has given me the tongue of the land. What is he awakening? To hear as the land. The land ear produces the land tongue. The less you hear, the less you have something to say. That, it's what it is. The less you hear, the less you have something to say. He awakens me morning by morning. Now, is that a problem of preaching, especially with me? Because every time I'm preaching, revelation starts coming out of the verse which I did prepare for in the office. Pastor B3 and Pastor Angel, this time you need to come early and get me out of here. Because when, when do I speak the word? The a word in what? But the hearing is what? You hear daily to speak once every two months. It's right there. A word in season. The speaking is in season. The hearing is morning by morning. Yeah. 
Do you know how many books I'm reading right now at this very moment? Just know there are many. Just take many as the answer. Page so and so on this book, page the other on this book, a minute number this on that book, a minute this on that podcast. But the whole time, the more you hear, he doesn't say he awakens me morning by morning, he awakens my tongue to speak. No, he awakens my ear. God gives you the tongue of the land based on your capacity to learn, to hear. Okay. Is that too complicated? Today I'm happy because I feel like I've made my point. So even if they say what we have finished, the clock is done, I'm done. So here is the thing, guys. Yes, you've got into the word. Yes, you're anointed. But the less you hear, the less effective you are. I told you my story. If you haven't heard it for the umpteenth time, I'll repeat. It took me one year and nine months to start listening to Bishop Doug because I thought I knew what I was doing. But when I started listening, I started listening daily. Every day I would listen to a Bishop Doug someone, or at least one in two days, and he's along three hours, two hours, four hours. The short ones are like one hour, 40 minutes. Every day. The more I listened, then I started reading the books. The more I listened, the more effective the ministry became my teaching became effective. Everything changed. Started seeing miracles. Started seeing accurate prophecies. Started seeing man. Things started happening. People started getting saved in this church as if tongue of the land. In December 2019, before the Bishop Doug thing took off, November, must have been November, the year I gave DFZ, Prophecy, Economic Powerhouse, Disease Free Zone, Economic Powerhouse, and Loved Ones, was 2020. Late 2019 before 2020 began. December, about. So, in November, I think mid-October, November, I started listening to Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth Copeland podcasts. I listened to a whole year's worth of podcasts in one month. There's a reason I'm telling you this story. In one month, I had listened to podcasts from January to that time, and his are daily podcasts. So you could say I listened to about 300 days worth of podcasts in 30 days.
I just started prophesying accurately because Kenneth Copeland is a prophet. Second Timothy 2, 2. And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit, Pastor Angela and Pastor Bithy start coming here with your microphones. The things you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these. Which things should you commit? The ones you have heard. Commit this to faithful men and women, I like to add, who will be able to teach, in other words, those who pass them on. Paul is telling Timothy, dude, here is how you're going to succeed. Don't try to teach anything you haven't heard from me because you're going to mess up. You see, certain people are given grace by God to produce certain things in certain environments and contexts that must be committed to others in that context in order for you to have the full benefit of the movement of the Holy Spirit. Am I making sense? Yeah. Yeah. You see the thing that I preach? If you took these things and started without the permission of the pastor of another church, passing them on to that church, they will not get any benefit out of them at all. Because God has not given me authority over that church. You're going to be zealous for nothing. You, you, you take this stuff, maybe you belong to another church. They have their cell meetings, OMC meetings on Wednesday. You start playing our stuff there. And there's no life. You're just being in division. Why? I'm not the pastor of that church. Yeah. God has spoken to the pastor of that church about what needs to be committed there for life to happen there. It doesn't matter how anointed you are. There are boundaries of authority. And until that pastor there says, okay, guys, I've had this guy, I think he's okay. Let's start listening to them, then life. You see, when God wanted this church to listen to Bishop Doug messages, he didn't talk to any of you. None of you. No one bought you to Macarios, what, what, for one year. Even though I was so slow to get it, he was willing to be patient with me to get it before it starts operating. Yeah. He never talked to you. Some of you probably you are really listening to Bishop Doug if I did, but still he passed you by. The thing... Uh, there are people. The things you have what? Hard. Commit. If you're in worship harvest, the worst, worst possible way to operate in worship harvest as a minister is to not hear my teachings. Even you will be wondering why you're struggling. Your MC has usually seven and a half people the whole time because yeah. Just when you've got the eighth person, then another one is leaving. The half. So you are wondering, yeah, because they are half-hearted. So you are wondering. <laughs> you are wondering, what, what, 
When, when will I ever succeed in this church? Here is when you will succeed in this church. The things you have heard from me. When I listen to Pastor B3's what? Faith boosters. I, I see the things I've taught. They are the ones she's teaching. Yeah, that, that's why she's very successful in this ministry. Guys, please come. First John 1, 3 to 5. That which we have seen and heard, we declare to you. What do we declare to you? Pastor B3. He has finished. In case you are wondering what's happening, let's appreciate Apostle Mose. Worship harvest. When God loves you, he gives you a shepherd. David says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That's what happens. He gives you the picture of what happens when God gives you a shepherd. When he says, I will give you shepherds after my own heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. And then the next scriptures talk about how you will be multiplied. You will increase. God has loved us by giving us a quality, incredible shepherd. Will you give him some love? Apostle, we appreciate you. Tonight's word is one of those that you need to go back to over and over. There was so much. There was simply so much. And as I was telling Pastor Angela, what do we do? How do you respond? But I think that tonight is one of those evenings where we are all cut to the heart. God has pointed out very specific, like it's so clear, you can't walk around and say, I wonder what tonight was about. Maybe we, you came forward alive and there are specific material things that you're asking God for, but if you listen, you realize he's pointing you and I to the thing that creates the things. He's giving you the thing that will ensure overflow, not just to you, because overflow has to do with beyond yourself. That he doesn't want to just meet your needs and my needs. He wants to give us the treasure that actually will continually creating that we will never need again. And that we not just for us, but for our generation. Because God has not called us to just consume. He has called us to impact a generation. To change our nation and then go out to other nations and change them as well. But there is a thing that creates the things. Worship harvest. Apostle Moses can't come and read my Bible for me. He can't relate with the Holy Spirit on my behalf. He can come and teach me. He can love me. He can try to follow me up. We have a follow-up system as, as the people under him and then also, you know, location pastors where we have the Bible plan. But he can't come and make sure that I'm reading 
and but then you heard today that to get the tongue of the land which only God can give then he shows you how he gives it by having the ear so it's time for us to esteem the things that create the things because we are we we are bound to esteem the stuff and not the origin of the stuff that we can get to a place where we no longer pray about things because we have the creator of that's why he says seek first seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things will basically these things will be added the thing he tells you to seek to look for to search for is his word and fellowship with him so for me i think that guys let's go and create time for the word of god not only the red one but the hearing it seems like god is saying that there is a certain power about that word you hear and as believers we've been taught i'm one of those who have me when it comes to opening my bible to read it no problem but hearing so maybe you've complained when audios have come there are two hours you don't know that god is trying to give you a tongue that creates life he's setting you and i up with the ear that hears but he's not saying you hear when they send an audio he's saying we must become those who wake up morning by morning to hear worship harvest that we are we have no excuse the summons are on podcast but been i don't know soundcloud or facebook what youtube it's every it's like the material is everywhere but we can't feed it into the mouth we have to wake up morning by morning and hear as the land so decide today what is your morning by morning routine going to be like for hearing how about relating with the holy spirit because he said the collision causes spirit and word create life God wants to accelerate us. Let's allow him to. Our teacher has labored in the word. Now let's go and taste it and come back with testimony that the thing is working so that we are moving at the speed that God wants us to move. So Father, we thank you for your word this evening that has come to us in power with absolute clarity with conviction and with anointing thank you that lord you're setting us up for increase not just for us but for nations you've set us over nations by giving us the gift of your word in our mouth through our ears holy spirit empower us to walk in obedience to the words we have heard that we will wake up morning by morning to hear as the land that we will enjoy your word we will esteem it we will create time for it it will not be an annoyance but it will be something that brings us great joy more than our necessary food not only in this week but every day may we become literally addicted to hearing your word that without it we will feel that something is wrong and to your presence and to your tabernacle that you will do what you want to do in our generation if you're watching or you're in this room and you've never met Jesus lord of your life today is the day today is the day of your salvation and so i want you to do something very simple to pray a simple prayer after me and receive jesus in the room watching online receive him as your lord and savior he is the word made manifest say lord jesus today i receive you as my lord and savior take my life 
and do something significant with it. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, yes, you are born again. And we want to walk with you. There is a number on your screen. Send us a message and let us know that you made the decision to follow Jesus today. Amen. couple of things. The first one. Today is victory night. <laughs> Today is victory night. What I kept hearing is it's not what you think it is. It's not what you think it is. I just get the sense of a birthing of nations in people. Hmm? 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 A birthing of, when I said one million disciples earlier, I was serious. A million disciples. Now I'm saying this and you're probably looking at your neighbor or your location pastor, okay? Tell yourself, one million disciples. One million disciples. And where is the victory coming from? The victory is coming from doing that thing that this house does. And all these things shall be added unto you. The things that you are thinking about when Abmo said victory night will be added to you. Hey? Hey? What I want you to focus on now is discipleship. A million disciples. A million disciples. Don't be afraid of the number. Start doing your part. Start doing your part. We've received instruction. Hey? There's a collision about to come. The piston has gone up, down. It is sucking in. Okay? It wants to go up and just send so that you can move. Yes. Hmm? Yes. Hmm? Yes. Abmo has told us to spend the next three months of the year, the last three months of the year, in prayer. Okay? And in the word. Because the car is going to move. He said, do not enter 2020 tired. 2022. Wow, it's amazing. A tired car cannot go as fast as you need it to go. Huh? Yeah. It needs the right engine. You need proper air. You, like, you can So, can't, today, 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 today. Today. Make the decision. Make the decision today. One, receive a million disciples. Hmm? Receive a million disciples. After you've received a million disciples, do the thing that we need to do. Because how... Please explain to me the strategy for discipling a million disciples. The spirit and the word. There's a word today that you, 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 it's God who has called you. And it was important for you to understand that it's God who has called you because the mandate of a million disciples is a God type of mandate. Hmm? That it's God who has called you, okay? Okay? And that is why the Holy Spirit is upon you.
Because you have been anointed, another word for anointed, consecrated, set apart to preach the good news. Separated to preach the good news, to set the captives free. And therefore you must hear as the land. Do you understand? You must, you must. Because how do you set the captives free? Apmo did not decide to talk about Luke. It was in Luke. And be like, today I'm going to talk this way so that Pastor Roxana can be set free. He spoke a word in season. He spoke life. And because of that word, around 2,000 people. That's how a million disciples are coming. 2,000 people through Pastor Roxana only. And many more coming. All these, that's how a million disciples are coming. Second thing, Saturday and Sunday, the devil doesn't rest. We are going to wake up every single day. It's not that, okay, Monday to Friday, 5 a.m. prayer. Yeah, Saturday I can sleep. No. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Repeat cycle. A life of significance. A life of significance. The third thing. You see, you can stop the flow. When the exhaust pipe doesn't send out that water, yeah? because it should be clear water if it's working, like just it should be what. When there is a blockage, okay, it can't send it out, and, and the car will struggle to move. You can be the blockage. Hmm? You can be the one stopping the car to move. You receive water, you keep it. You receive water, you keep it. And you refuse the living water to flow out of you to other people. Hey? Hey. So here, hey? Is a, is a, I'm using Pastor Roxana because she taught today. Here is a channel of a million disciples. But she becomes so happy with her joy and she keeps it and stops the flow of the water to a million disciples. We are going to stop blocking the flow. You need to decide today not to block the flow. That when they tell you, get building discipling culture to everyone, you get it to everyone. Because that's water. When they tell you, listen to this audio, you get it to everyone, because that's water. When they tell you, uh, attend on Sunday, if you're a missionary leader, you do it. Do you understand? Because God is saying we are behind schedule. We are behind schedule. I don't understand. I celebrate 20,000 people attending garage. Hmm? But I don't understand why we've stayed at 20, 21, 22, I'll wait with you. It's not making sense to me. By now we should be at 30K. Because worship harvest, end of the year we should be beyond 50,000 people. Seriously. This year a couple of locations should be at 5K. By the end of the year. Some 10,000. We are behind schedule. 
Don't be the block that is stopping the word of God to come to pass. Hey? Receive a million disciples. Receive a million disciples in your own stream. One million. One million disciples. Receive them. God called you. God saw you. God picked you. God saw you in your height, in the way you speak, in Luganda, Lusoga. Accent, purse of pearl, no accent. Wherever. He saw you and said, hey, you're the one. You're the one who I want to rebuild desolate cities. You're the one. You're the one. You're the one setting the captives free. You're the one. Receive a million disciples. Let's pray. Because of your word tonight, like you spoke to Jeremiah that day, many thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people are going to live victoriously. As we go in your spirit and teach them your statutes, and they start living in victory because of your word. Help us to remain humble follow to hear as the land for the sake of those that need to hear what in season from us we bless you we thank you in Jesus name Amen Amen, Amen. so friends may God bless you May he give you the tongue of the land. May he open your ear to hear as the land. May he give you the wisdom of listening. Of listening to the right people that he brings your way. So that your ministry will be quick, impactful and reach millions of people. In Jesus name. Amen. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the flesh of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forever. Amen. See you at 6 o'clock. Thanks so much for being here tonight. God bless.
you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555. Taking territory